Hey everybody! <laughs> it's time for fucking. <laughs> and if this is your first time listening to this podcast and you just had it uh, turned up loud in your office, I bet you regret making that decision. <laughs> Hello, I'm Sarah Benincasa, and that's Marcus Barks. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm good. We're sampling um, the the Creek in the Cave, where we record sex and other human activities, is um, is uh, at 1093 Jackson Avenue. It mm-hmm. is one stop out of Manhattan in Long Island City, Queens, on the 7 train. You take it to the Vernon Jackson stop. It's a really great place. CreekLIC.com. That's right. Mm-hmm. And um, it's good times. And there's comedy here five nights a week. And now there are desserts here. And uh, Rebecca, the owner, Rebecca Trent, uh, told me that she was willing to do desserts once she realized she could work meat into most of them. <laughs> and so... Which is, I think, how Rebecca operates on most levels. Most, that's mostly sort of her thing. That's kind of that's kind of where Rebecca Rebecca is at always, and um, so I, I'm just pulling up a photo here that I took of the menu. Now the thing that that I just ate that we just ate, Sweet Leaf is the place next door. Sweet Leaf's bacon cupcake with maple buttercream frosting. If you are sad or lonely, you shouldn't eat your pain. If you are going to anyway, this is sure to fill that hole in your heart. Aww. That real I feel like that reads like something you would write. <laughs> it does kind of read like yeah. That is some advice that copy I get. Now, so this evening I had some delicious food here, and uh, yeah, I am coming back from a journey. To um, Los Angeles, where I performed at Saddleback College, which was really fun. And um, thank you to the Association of Student Government for taking me, bringing me there. And then I went to my best friend's wedding in New Orleans, and now I'm back, and it was a whirlwind adventure. Well, I had to tell you, Saddleback College just sounds like a place where you get really good at being gay. Yep. Like, yeah, it might be. Yeah, that's where, like, gays go to just be super gay. God, I hope so. I mean, it's in Orange (laughs) County, which is full of Republicans, which is, like, this weird place in California. Um, But, and it's, like, kind of fancy out there. I mean, this school is a community college, but it has 30,000 students and a huge campus and looks like this just a gorgeous... I was blown away by how beautiful it is there. It was the most beautiful community college. I mean, forget community college. It was a beautiful college campus. Yeah. And they had me speak at the quad, like on the quad (laughs) at noon, which was hilarious. Yeah. I was like, hey, guys, time to talk about feelings (laughs) on the quad. And um, so, yeah, so that was that was a good time. And uh, BTW on sex and other human activities, we talk about sex and one other human activity. And generally, when we talk about sex, we answer your uh, listener mail. So you can email us, Sarah at SarahBenincasa.com. Again, that's S-A-R-A at S-A-R-A-B-E-N-I-N-C-A-S-A dot com. Um, for our other human activity, though, Marcus, mm. uh See, I don't know if this if this would count as sex, though, because you were I was texting you. <laughs> Am I allowed to say where you were when I was texting you? Oh, absolutely. I was texting you, and you were at a strip club. I was at Jaguars in Lubbock, Texas. So coming up next at the stage, we got Candy on the main <laughs> stage. Don't worry about Ginger; she's going to be waiting for you over on the second stage. But don't forget about <laughs> Little Lucy hanging out over on stage three. Little Lucy's literally like twelve. <laughs> um. 
Lubbock or leave it. <laughs> so, can we talk about appropriate strip club behavior as our other human activity? Absolutely. Because I feel like you've probably engaged in inappropriate. I've been in a lot of strip clubs uh, <laughs> in my life. Mm-hmm. Many a strip clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, it was actually, it was pretty great. Like, uh, really, the best thing that you could not do is to just do what uh, one of the creepy old men did Uh-oh. while I was there, which is just sit in the corner and rub the your thighs. Gross. For just, I mean, it was probably a good 30 minutes where he didn't leave just sitting there just staring and rubbing his thighs. Not rubbing his dick, just his thighs. Just his thighs. Big um, sweaty old man. Ugh. That yeah. makes this cupcake less delicious. Yeah. Don't threaten other patrons whenever they look at the stripper you like. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man named TJ did that to us. Really? And then he gave us a bottle of liqueur. Because he felt bad? Because he felt bad. What, so he was like... <laughs> He's like, don't look at that girl. That's mine. I'm like, you got it. Was it, like, really his girlfriend? No, it was just a stripper he liked. Oh, it was his imaginary girlfriend. It was his imaginary girlfriend. I yeah. love TJ. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I would like to have TJ on the show. So then he felt guilty about it and was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, because it was kind of my cousin's, like, uh, it's not really bachelor party, but kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we were having uh, the reception dinner at a petting zoo. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I love your family. <laughs> was this a Parks family wedding? No, this is a McMeans family wedding. This is my mom's side. I love the McMeans. Uh, also. But but my cousin is uh, he's pretty he's pretty damn near a Parks oh, for the God. most part. Uh, but yeah, they had camels. Uh, they had. Why is this the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard of? They had pygmy uh, bulls, like pygmy Brahma bulls that have those are the bulls that have the big humps. Oh. Yeah. They had a donkey that was very excited. Wow. Very, very Boner excited. jams? Oh, my God. Ew. It was almost to the ground. What? I took a picture of it. Oh, do you have it on you right I now? I do. I do. <sighs> yeah. Quickly veering into sex. Very, <laughs> very quickly veering into this. I mean, just, I'm talking very impressive donkey. All right, here we go. Um, that donkey's dick is huge, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Will you put that up on the uh, Sex and Other Human Activities Facebook page? Yeah, I'll put it up on the Sex and Other Human Activities Facebook page because this is a gigantic donkey oh dick. Oh, my God. That's By the way, it's facebook.com slash sex and other human activities. Go there and, and like us or whatever the, the kids do these days. Oh, that is nasty. Yeah. <laughs> and then after me and my brother, uh, who is a big fan of the show. Yes, hello. Sh- hello, Thomas. A shout hello, out. Hello, Thomas. Uh, and uh, who, by the way, gave me a rash of shit for making out with the dude yeah like just yeah. an absolute rash of shit well you know i mean that's what's that's if you're you know big brother right mm-hmm. if your big brother in texas didn't make fun of you for making out with a dude then i would question his sexuality so <laughs> he did the right thing thomas you did the right thing you'll be happy to hear that yeah so we spent a good three hours trying to convince my cousin to go to a strip club mm-hmm. and it was the night before he was getting married so we did it traditional style mm-hmm. uh and after about three hours Uh, We finally got him to acquiesce, and he had a fucking blast. That's awesome. He had such a great time. Uh, And the strippers were pretty good. They were fine, mm-hmm. and uh, apparently, in uh, now in Texas strip clubs, you can touch the girls. What? Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I could. Well, you could because you're cute, but well, maybe if some we don't want any uggos who are listening to go getting the wrong idea. Yeah, that is true. So, did you touch a stripper boob or stripper butt? Or what did you touch? All. 
You touched. I did you were you at a at a I don't think that everyone is allowed to do that. So I don't <laughs> people who are listening, did you finger bang a stripper? No. That's no, good. Okay. I did not. No. That's good. So uh do not as Marcus did or as Marcus said. Don't assume <laughs> don't don't take liberties with strippers. I've heard that in, in California in, you can touch the strippers. In fact it's encouraged. I would set people on fire if they touched me if I was yeah. a stripper. Well, hey, I mean, you know, like they they know the score going on. Went Jeez. to uh, the green room or uh, the green door no 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 it's a strip club in San Francisco where behind the green door was filmed a very famous porno movie from the 70s right 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 mm-hmm. I feel like I need to google this to find out stripper touching laws <laughs> but uh, uh, let's they just very state from state by state they really do much like abortion laws so let's just be <laughs> let's just be careful here and let's say that uh, I would say that a, a, a rule: Do not touch a stripper unless you are invited to touch a stripper. Yeah, I think that's a very good rule. Or really, any lady, really, yeah. <laughs> or girl, child, woman, like whatever. Across the board, try and obey that. Yeah, don't touch them if they don't want you to. So, so let's review our appropriate stripper behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so we got that one, which is don't touch them unless they invite you to. Yeah. What are some of the other ones? Some of the other ones are don't threaten other patrons of the strip club when mm-hmm. they look at the stripper you like. Right, right. That's weird. Uh, yeah, that's that's very weird. Um, and there was there was one other, but that's you know those are two those two right there are, are pretty important. Pretty key. And just don't and don't make eye contact with uh, people you don't know. Mm-hmm. And above all, have a great time. Yay! <laughs> there's, so, there's nothing worse than guys sitting in a strip club with like absolute. Stone faces, and they're just like sitting next to each other, just like staring out. Let the girls know you're having fun. Come on, man, have a great time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, also, if a stripper comes and sits down and won't leave until you get a lap dance from her, eh, just go ahead and get the lap dance. Yeah, she's got kids to feed. Yeah, she's well. I don't know about that. She's going to college. Right. She's 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 putting herself through. She's putting herself through school. It's so beautiful. (laughs) So that's your other human activity for uh, this episode. Uh, Yeah, going. to a strip club we just you know provided you with some excellent etiquette yeah plus this the it also in the bathroom it had a piss trough Ew. Yeah. And I just kept saying over and over. For some reason, I thought the phrase piss trough in a titty bar was the funniest phrase I'd ever heard in my life. Oh. And I just kept saying it over and over again. Piss trough in a titty bar is a really funny, is like actually a really hilarious thing. Piss trough in a titty I can't. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, before we get into our uh, our listener mail, which is always super fun, um, I wanted to say I, I have an idea for an experiment. Um, so I have a book that's coming out, not coming out till February. It's called Agora Fabulous. It's a memoir of me doing various things, including sex and panic attacks mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and lots of other things in between. And so it's available for pre-order now on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And I was thinking that for Halloween, I know it's early, but uh, it makes me look good with the publisher if I get a bunch of pre-orders. Um, and so I was thinking in order to push the pre-orders, because if you got the pre-orders, they might look at it and go, hey, this chick's got a lot of pre-orders. Let's give her more a bigger budget to do a book tour. Or let's, uh, you know, let's advertise this book more. This is going to be a big book. So in an effort to fool them into thinking I'm important, I thought... Oh, you're very important. Well, and here's another thing. Well, I won't get to do the um, an audio book unless there's like a bun. The book sells well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one way to get that party started is to get some pre-orders done. So here's the thing, kids. I, I don't want to ask you to do something for nothing in return. Although in return, you do get my life's work of the past two years. But whatever. <laughs> I almost died writing this book, and it's totally fine. <laughs> but like... 
If you pre-order my book, Agora Fabulous, on Barnes & Noble or Amazon, I will, and, and here's what you have to do. You send me the receipt, so you email it to sarah at sarahbenincasa.com, okay, S-A-R-A at sarahbenincasa.com. Google it. You'll figure it out. It's also the contact on my website, sarahbenincasa.com. Um, if you do that and you forward me the receipt that you get from Amazon or Barnes & Noble or you print it out, scan it, and send it to me with your home address. This is important. I won't give away your home address. I won't sell it to anybody. Except for me. Except for Marcus. But I will send you a special Halloween treat that I will make myself that will just be for you and it will be personalized and you will love it and it will be awesome. So if you want a personalized fun thing, uh, if you want a personalized Halloween treat, all you got to do is pre-order my book. It's wicked cheap, yo. Um, so uh, look up Agora Fabulous, Amazon or Barnes Noble. I would deeply appreciate it if you would pre-order it and um, send me the receipt with your billing, your uh, home information, and I will make something special for you and get it to you, hopefully in time for Halloween. It will be spooktacular. It might have a titty involved. I might have Marcus <laughs> jerk off on it. Mm, like yeah. a lot of things totally do that. could happen. Maybe I'll have Marcus sign it too. I mean, what what would you like? What would make you happy? Uh, you just you know you let us know. But how about how about that? How about if for sex and other human activities people, um, I have you sign it too. Seriously, well, jizz on something. Okay, I know, I know. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought it up. Shouldn't have brought it up. But so this contest, this wonderful, I don't know if it's contest, whatever it is, this giveaway, let's say, this giveaway uh, ends on October thirty first, twenty eleven. So get your pre orders in. Email me, sarah at sarahbenincasa.com with the proof that you pre-ordered as well as your home address. Me and Marcus will send you something awesome that will it will be a craft that I made and Marcus will add a finishing touch to it, i.e. jerk off on it and sign it <laughs> in a Sharpie. <laughs> your sex and other human activities swag. At the very least, I'll jerk off while I look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might not get any cum on it or a signature, but you'll know that, that Marcus w- wasted his seed on the ground <laughs> while looking at something that you you then get to look at. So it's basically like you had sex with Marcus. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. So congratulations, kids. Uh, yeah, so get into that. Do that. Let's see. This is an experiment. I want to see how this goes. Um, tell your friends. So we have an email from a gentleman who... Let's see. Should I, I won't use his real name. Uh, I'm going to call him Brad. No, I don't want to call him Brad. Rupert. Rupert. Okay, we'll call him Rupert. Mm-hmm. Rupert wrote, Hello, Sarah and Marcus. I want to start out by saying your podcast is beautiful and you're both really talented and funny podcasters as well as comedians. Duh, we're amazing. Wow. As always, uh, Rupert knows what's going on. Like, whenever somebody writes to us and is like, you're amazing, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. we are. You're right. Knew it. So... Rupert says, I'm 17 and I've been going through some kind of depression for the past year. I feel like I'm in a constant state of apathy. I'm able to hide it well using social niceties and being able to maintain an outward semblance of normality through repetition. Internally, though, I just feel indifferent to almost everything around me. I haven't yet told anyone how I feel out of fear and practicality. I know my parents don't have the money to support any kind of therapy or medication and we're currently not under a health insurance plan. I'm also gay and have yet to tell anyone simply out of fear and 
because I want to be private. I feel as though it's not really my parents or anyone else's business to know about my sexuality. And I don't know anyone else I could talk to about it. I've never even actually met a gay person. I feel as though nothing stimulates me emotionally or even sexually. It has come to a point where masturbation, which was previously my only way to find physical pleasure, can barely make my expression change. I also don't have a good relationship with my parents due to this detached lifestyle I am leading. This probably doesn't help the depression. Right now, those are the two biggest things in my life. I'm able to unable to fully connect with anyone because it all seems fake. I apologize for the rambling. You didn't ramble, dude. You're going through a hard fucking time. Yeah. And any advice is appreciated. Thanks in advance, Rupert. All right, our monkey. So... I got this email, and I wrote to Rupert right away because he seemed like he's in a really sad place. Um, uh, but I also thought, felt that we should answer it on the podcast because I think a lot of people of different ages can relate to what he's going through for different reasons. Um, I think that when you can't be who you really are, when you have to tamp down, stuff down a part of yourself that's very real... I think inevitably that leads to some kind of manifestation of of mental troubles. I think depression is natural. It would be very unnatural if Rupert were not feeling depressed. He's closeted and, you know, he also feels trapped, I think. And so I think it's, first of all, you're normal. Thing one, if you were wondering, you are. You're normal. I'm not normal. I just ate a bacon cupcake. That's not normal. <laughs> you are normal, however, Rupert. Yes. Also, much more normal than us. Oh, so so much more normaler than we are. More normalish than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the fact that you're 17 is a blessing because it means that you are still in high school. And probably. And um, I think that it it means that you can probably still access counseling for free through your high school. And I think that that is a really important thing. You need to be able to tell someone in your life about this, whether it's a friend or a family member, Rupert. And since you don't seem comfortable telling family members, and you're right, this is your own private business, it's nobody else's business, but I think you ought to make it someone else's business because having it just your business has been stressing you out too much and it's been depressing you and draining your life force so that you're 17 and you can't even jerk off. Oh, my God! Oh, 17 and can't jerk off. Jesus Christ. <sighs> I, but whenever I was 17, I loved jerking off so much that I would openly admit to my friends. They're like, hey, you want to hang out? And I'm like, after after school, I'm like, well, I got to go home and jerk off first. But then after that, totally. Yeah. Marcus loves masturbation still. He's like 37 now. <laughs> <laughs> Did it just probably in the bathroom. No, I'm not a bathroom guy. <laughs> grossy gross. Yeah. But I haven't had internet at my house uh, because I moved to a new, new place. So I've just been watching this old 70s porn that I bought as a joke a mm-hmm. few years ago. It's not all that great, but it does the trick. That's all. <laughs> so, Rupert, uh, you know, I, I think it's I wouldn't tackle the the project of telling your parents yet. That's something that you can decide later on. I think it's better first to talk to someone who is um, who can keep things private and first you know, lay down the rules with your school guidance counselor and say, listen, I really need to talk to somebody about some mental or some problems I've been having, and but I need to know that it's confidential. I have nothing to tell you about wanting to hurt myself. I have nothing to tell you about drugs. I have nothing to tell you about alcohol. Nothing I have to say is illegal, I, is about illegal activities. I simply want 
to be able to speak privately with someone. Now, that's important because teachers and guidance counselors are obligated to tell your parents if you are engaging in illegal activities. So if you are, just don't talk about those. Um, in our country, being gay is not illegal. <laughs> some not places in most will states. try. Some yeah, some places will try and make it illegal, but it's not. And um, so, if you don't trust that your guidance counselor won't tell your parents, first I give your guidance counselor a chance. Really sit down with the person for one or two sessions. If you don't trust that they will will keep your business private, then I really recommend asking for a referral to low-cost or no-cost counseling outside of your school. You will feel better. You can feel better. But I think that um, you do need to have a a bit of an intervention. I don't mean like the TV show. I mean you need to intervene in uh, in your own well-being. You need to get up in there and work some magic and get some help. And I think that these you know, that's a good place to start. I also want to encourage you to check out the Trevor Project online. Um, they prevent, I believe it's trevorproject.org or the trevorproject.org. I'm not sure. Um, they do suicide prevention with gay and lesbian young people. And you don't sound like you're suicidal, but um, they certainly can help you with depression and, and hooking you up with a gay-friendly counselor in your state, hopefully, who can help you. So I would check them out. I would also go to itgetsbetter.org, which is a wonderful website that saves lives every day. It was started by Dan Savage, a delightful human being. Yes. Um, go to itgetsbetter.org and watch some of those videos. Um, and uh, there's a fuckload of them. But I would especially watch uh, the ones – I get emotional. Um, I would especially watch – let me think – the one that Pixar did. <laughs> oh, my God. The Pixar It Gets Better video. Pixar did what? Oh, so many fags at Pixar. And I say that <laughs> – I say that lovingly. Of course. Uh, so many fags and dykes at Pixar. But they have the – yeah, check out the Pixar one, uh, Rupert, because – it's so amazing. I'm like, wait a second. You, I watched it and cried. I was like, you guys have made my favorite movies, and you're, you would still be friends with me even though I've eaten box. Yay! <laughs> you know. yeah, I can't say the same about those DreamWorks assholes. Now, fuck those motherfuckers <laughs> with their kid fishing in the sky and the cloud. Yeah, but that that uh, it, as it turns out, that fucking Pixar desk lamp totally takes it in the butt. <laughs> And so does Wally, and so do all of the Incredibles, especially the baby. So, yeah, check out uh, Pixar's It Gets Better video is fantastic. But Tim, oh, no, I'm going to cry again. So Tim Gunn did one where he starts crying in it, and you're like, Tim Gunn, what are you doing? Aww. Like, you're like, Tim Gunn, make it work. Like, <laughs> why are you not making it work? But he gets really emotional about it, and it's just really, like... It's really special to get to see people just sharing sharing their truth and sharing who they are and like talking to kids who have gone through the same shit that they've gone through like Rupert is going through. Um yeah, I would I would actually go there first. <laughs> I would go there. I would it gets better. Dot org. Um, I mean, even Obama did one. I mean, his wasn't like, um, I'm a homosexual. Mm. But it was like, <laughs> it was like, are you gay? That's okay. Uh, you can join the army. Hooray. Which <laughs> rhymes. I'd go to itgetsbetter.org first because it's very inspiring. Oh, my goodness. If you want to just have yourself a good cry slash joy fest. Uh, but it's, it's made for kids who are exactly like Rupert. And I, I feel really honored that he chose to write to us. 
um, and that hopefully we can help him out a little bit. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I get emotional sometimes. I know you do, and that's why we love you. Oh, I take lots of Prozac and a little bit of Abilify, but I still, I still cry with frequency. I take lots of Zoloft. That's why I always have a smile. Woo woo! Yay! <laughs> ah, so Rupert, that was for you, and I hope that we we can we can help you out a little bit with that. And again, if anybody wants to write to us, it's Sarah at sarahbenincasa.com. Now let's go. To our old friend, Polar Bear. Hello, Polar Bear. Ah, oh, Polar Bear. We do love you. Polar Bear, I believe a fellow Texan, along with Marcus. Absolutely. Um, and so Polar Bear had some comments about some stuff. And you know what? It really actually made me feel pretty good. Um, he agrees with Marcus about the idea of going down on, on a girlfriend or wife, how it is an important thing to do. Bazing! Yay! I feel it is the best to get her turned on. It helps with getting the motor running. And uh, we, we had been speaking about a young lady whose boyfriend wouldn't go down on her. He said, a young lady's boyfriend who won't go down, maybe he thinks she doesn't like it. Has she suggested to him to do it if she has and he just chooses not to then she needs to stop her oral favors for him true story now this is a situation that i have described and uh, that i've experienced in my past uh, more than once and polar bear addresses it a guy in a long-term relationship with a woman who doesn't want to fuck screw make love whatever term you'd like to use is probably questioning his sexuality coming from a straight guy who's very much into women if a woman is willing to have sex with me i'm not turning it down (laughs) i don't know any straight guy who will turn it down unless he is sick and most of the time he'll soldier through the illness (laughs) And he, Polar Bear, is also pro-vibrating butt plug. I have to agree with Marcus on the vibrating butt plug my wife uses on me while giving me a BJ, wonderful feeling. Never used one while just jacking off, dot, 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 which means he's probably doing that right now. Right now. And he's like an addict now. We know it's 7.03 on a Tuesday night. That's the butt plug time. Oh, that is butt plug (laughs) o'clock. Now he writes, I do have a question. How do you bring up having a threesome with your partner? Hmm. Oh, this is a thorny, thorny issue. Especially with a wife. I mean, this is a thing. Um, okay. Well, my my first instinct is to say don't. Yeah, that's my first instinct, too. <laughs> yeah, it's just, if you're the dude, it's, it's oh. just, I don't know if it can be done. Like, if you're a guy... And trying to bring it up to the girl, and especially whenever she's your wife, like not just like a girlfriend or anything like that. Like we're talking straight up matrimony. Oh, Mm. I mean, this is um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't can't do that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if she brings it up, it's different. Mm. Yeah, I think the woman has to take the lead in the situation because you, as the guy, um. Make yourself vulnerable to accusations of, like, not not rape, but, like, emotionally forcing it on her. I realized I was going to say forcing it on her and how that would sound. I was like, okay, not rape, and then it just sounded weirder. Yeah. But, um, but you make yourself vulnerable to accusations of, like, you know, it has to come from her. The idea must be generated by her because if things go wrong, somehow you do not want to be the one who, you know, she's telling her sister, like, oh, it got all fucked up, and we had a threesome, and it was his idea, because you know the whole family's going to think you're trashy. Of course. So that's just one scenario that could happen. Another one that could happen, um, I actually had a girl who's a stripper from Dallas, Texas, um, call my old radio show and talk about this. She was a dancer at a club. She and her husband had a threesome with another dancer, and... 
the other dancer became obsessed with her. Her. Mm. And so it wasn't about, like, stalking the husband. It was about stalking her. So eventually, she had to get the girl fired because it was so scary. Mm. This girl, it was real, like, single white female, because I don't think they were white. But it was real. (laughs) I mean, this girl would show up wait for her outside if you know she had to have the bouncers walk they always have bouncers walk them to their car anyway which yeah. if you're a dancer is a good idea if they like do that in your club because some people can be crazy i'm sure you probably already do this but like this story really made me think about dancer safeties because dancer safety because um this girl would just like pop up try and break into her car all kinds of shit so that's that's obviously a nightmare scenario mm-hmm. now Another reason not to bring it up to your lady is because she may hear the suggestion as you saying, I'm not satisfied. Even if you go, even if you say, baby, I love having sex with you. It's so much fun. And I would love to see you go down on another girl. Let's bring another girl in. I won't even touch her. Mm -hmm. Your woman still might hear, I'm not satisfied with you. You're not good enough. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, and I would watch your ass with that one, sir. And it's not going to be a quick thing. I mean, I I was with this girl, and we eventually got into kind of a like a swingers type of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Like I've talked about it on the show before. Oh yeah. Uh, but it took like a year of discussions and like a year of just like talking about it and kind of hinting at it and like joking about it a little bit before we even came close to like actually going through with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing was. It was her idea. Yep. It was not my idea at all. And by the way, it it was just kind of, I mean, it was awesome at first, and then I was bored, and then I was weirded out. Yeah, didn't you end up just kind of talking to the dude, shooting the shit, while Uh the girls were, like, doing each other? Yeah, 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 girls are, like, doing each other, and we're, like, we're both sitting there, like, just, like, naked in a tent on a rooftop in Brooklyn. (laughs) 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 Like, just being like, what's up? He was really nice. Yeah, well, <laughs> that kind of guy who'd like, help you per- out. Perfectly, fix your car. perfectly nice guy, you know, jizz on his girlfriend's face right in front of you. Well, there you go. I mean, that's friendship. <laughs> Did you jizz on your girl's face right in front of him? No. That's no, good. That's no, good. Because that no. would be weird. That would be weird if I if I did it. Yeah, but if he did it, it was like that's sort of his thing. Yeah, that was it was his thing. She was Brazilian. Well, you know how they are. Yeah. <laughs> With their hairless vaginas and their fondness for dancing. Uh, she did have a Yeah. A hairless vagina? I no. No. Oh, it was a big bush? No. There was, was some, there was a landing strip. There was a landing strip. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't out of control, but it was uh, also it was well groomed. Marcus, the degree to which we share on this program is really quite extraordinary. I would like to pause and point out that you just shared with us um, what the pussy of the lady yes. who was with the dude who was in the couple that you were swinging with at a at a party like yes. a few years ago um, looked like, and I think that's lovely. <laughs> I think that's very beautiful. So, polar bear. Now, in that instance, uh, you know, take the wisdom from Marcus. It was his girl's suggestion, and they still talked about it a lot before actually going through with it. There's no way you can try and convince your lady to. And if any, I mean, if 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 you if you bring it up, it's your idea. You convince her to. Let's say, okay. Um, what what I mean by you can, can't convince her to is you can't ever convince her to and protect yourself from the ensuing jealousy and rage that may happen. Mm-hmm. It has to be her idea. Because if it's if it's not her idea and you spend even a millisecond 
of time looking at the other lady's titties longer than you look at her titties, it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, this is a the the whole threesome. Bringing up the threesome is. Uh, Damn near impossible. But it also depends, you know, maybe. I mean, if he's uh, with a lady who gives him a blowjob while he's got a vibrating butt plug in, then, you know, it seems like she's a little more GGG than normal. Well, but that's like a... I know what you mean. Like, she's definitely yeah. more, like, probably fun in the sack than yeah. other, other ladies. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's probably... She's not just, like, missionary and that is all. Right. Jesus like, is watching. Yeah. She's an experimenter. <laughs> I, one thing you could do is get a movie, get a porno, or get, if she's into watching porn, or just a movie that involves a threesome mm-hmm. and kind of see how she reacts to that and then maybe steer the conversation toward being like have you ever had a threesome real like like make it like a very rhetorical kind of thing like have you ever had a threesome man i wonder what do you think that's like you know she'll if you're too obvious about it she i mean she's not dumb mm-hmm. but if you genuinely do wonder what it's like i think it's fair to watch a film like that ask her if she's ever had one and she might surprise you, maybe she has, and then to express yourself that you're curious about it without asking her to do it. I love how you call it a film. A film. <laughs> the film. Yes, once yes. you're done watching. Please watch, watch the film. On watching the one of the classics. After, after watching Fellini's Eight and a Half. There's a please. great threesome in Triumph of the Will. <laughs> and also in Birth of a Nation, oddly enough. Uh, some of the great, some of the hits from back great in the Great interracial. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a really intense interracial. Nation. It's yeah. really amazing. Do you know the part of that was filmed? At the else, my manager was telling me because we were in LA last week, and she was driving me back from a gig, and we passed this this restaurant called El Cid, mm-hmm. which is they do belly dancing shows there. It's this amazing, apparently Spanish restaurant, and um, I, I guess it's been around for so long. It was open when Birth of a Nation was filmed, and they filmed a scene there. Wow! <laughs> Who knew? And now it's multicultural belly dancers, and <laughs> probably the fuckers who were in that movie would be very upset. I'm sure. Cut it from the cut it from the movie. Get it, take it out. Get what, it out of here. What is all this joy and homosexuality and multiculturalism? I'm very confused. So, uh, yeah, that's. I mean, gosh. All right, so polar bear. You know, proceed with caution, my dear friend. Oh yeah. Now, um, I think that that is it for us because I would like to save. I'm not. I, I would like to save a few emails as I'm, I'm going through very distractedly very professionally i'd like to save them for um for future episodes if that's okay with you it's all right with me baby sweet well you can email sarah at sarahbenincasa.com with all of your questions for sex and other human activities um also do not forget that if you pre-order my book agora fabulous on amazon or barnes and noble send the receipt with your home address to sarah at sarahbenincasa.com you'll get a special halloween treat from me and marcus <laughs> this oh gee yeah <laughs> Mark is jizzing in candy corn. <laughs> Mark is jizzing on a razor, which he then will put in an apple and feed to you. It's going to be really exotic and beautiful. Ah, uh, you found my fetish. No! So, yeah, we'll send you something that'll... Well, I'll send you something that I'll have made Marcus sign with his dick or something. <laughs> It'll Yeah, and that's what it's going to sound like. <laughs> and we're at twitter.com slash sarahjmencasa and twitter.com slash marcusparks. Mm-hmm. Ah, so, that has been... This episode, this magical fucking crazy episode of Sex and Other Human Activities. Marcus, fare thee well, sir. Fare thee well, Sarah. Goodbye. May angels take you to your rest. That's totally goth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right.